Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wrestle culture. Seamless. <clears throat> I talk about the wrestling. Here we go. For what culture on YouTube? I, I got oh, fans yeah. and haters online, and then there's you. I'm Specky, so lanky. I'm a nerd. And I'm ginger too, but your sign made me feel. Yeah, your sign made me feel really confused. <laughs> I'm not a virgin. <laughs> Woo! I have had sex at least once. <laughs> I'm not a virgin. I am a deadly. <laughs> I have a son. <laughs> I've had a Will Warm from what culture? John my Michael Ablett, Phil Chambers. I just like that you've definitely not gotten to. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. <laughs> I thought you would. I honestly thought you were going to say, I'm not a virgin. I had sex at one time. <laughs> at least once. <laughs> it was 100% least success rate. At least once. At least once. Uh, here we see all the guys on in wow. wrestling this weekend. Any signs that annoyed us, apparently. I like the Prince Nana movie one from Collision uh, yeah, last week. Good. Um, <laughs> but we, we do daily wrestling podcasts, you see here. At least if you're going to take these inflammatory signs, get your spelling right. Yeah. F***ing <laughs> <laughs> losers. <laughs> also, Madonna True Blue, one of the best pop albums of all time. Goated run for Madonna. Yeah. Uh, Immaculate Collection is a perfect best of. Yeah. Uh, Ray of Light was an unbelievable rebound from the slightly boring Midnight is stuff when she was doing the Evita soundtrack and the kind of slow ones that came before it. Frozen. Frozen was unreal. Oh. Uh, nothing really matters from that run when she was experimenting with all the dance stuff. I think music, like, is getting reappraised now rather than looking like she was just, just trying music. to... Do, yeah. Not the album. Just yeah, music. just all of the music. <laughs> they just trying to do cowboy stuff, and it was like, actually, no, there's some bangers on there now. You see the live footage from this tour that she's done. I was fizzing when Ali G wasn't actually on the song. <laughs> he just was like, well, he's in the video, wasn't he on the song? Majuli better. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> you were banging him a junior. Uh, Did you buy it? I bet you bought it. I don't think I've bought it or not. I told you before, one of my first songs I ever bought was Afro Man because I got hot. I had no was. idea what was <laughs> going on. Of course on. it was. I was just like, this is a banger. Uh, anyway. What was your first single, Phil? My first single. First, like, off. New glasses no as well. Idea. They're nice. I've had these ages. Oh. Bloody hell. Pay attention, Wilborn. Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, wait a second. We've got a button for this. <laughs> what, do you do? Do what do you want me to do, Phil? That one there, light, light blue one. Pay attention, please. Because yeah, nice. <laughs> well, mine was freaking Slam Jam by the WWF Superstars. Because <laughs> I was seven and of course it was. I, yeah. like, I don't remember what my first like single was. I remember my first album I bought was Smurfs Go Pop. What an album! <laughs> Not like goated releases. Oh, what was the, uh, it was I Want to Be a Hippie that they remixed, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I want to, what is it? I'll, I've got a little puppy, little dog of my own. Pooper, pooper, scooper. Because they're talking about the dog taking a dump. Hey. Anyway, we do daily wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a Papa Smurf himself. <laughs> <laughs> Raw Smackdown. The show formerly known as NXT 2. But we're talking about AW Collision pay per views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. The league quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, right now. On this. My, my hand this here. Uh, thank you, everyone, in the chat already. Uh, Hi to uh, Michael Everett, who says, Wrestle Culture has become my new Friday ritual. My work day is just blah without it now. I, I'm actually so he does. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually the same. I'm downstairs. I'm listening for your hello. And it's all right, get the stream off. John, <laughs> John Gillett says, uh, damn that. Shh. 
Schofferhofer stuff. Ooh. It's bloody lovely. Good skills. Yeah, it is. Absolutely good. And because I've uh, in sole charge of my children tonight, just a slim, trim, buff cut, 2.5%. So whilst I might slur through the duration of this podcast, <laughs> it'll be out of my system by the time I've got the train home. And if you're watching and you want to sponsor the oh, podcast, Jesus Christ. we're oh, open my God. to it. I, gotta I mean, tell there'd you. be some trouble. The <laughs> you think the reviews are fruity now? Like, oh my God. We could get them to release a purple one. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Anyway. What a great idea. What a nice idea for Brandon. A lot mm -hmm. of people enjoying the shirts, by the way, in the chat. What shirts? Matt Raines, thank you for your donation. Who? Good afternoon, gents. Happy Friday. Just enjoying a little snake venom from Brewmeister. Oh, he showed me this last week. He's a psychic. I've just said, right, a nice 2.5% there <laughs> for a Friday afternoon because A, I'm at work, and B, like, responsibilities of children later on. Does he give you the ABV of that in that? He just says, oh, you know, I like to keep it light, Hamflet. One of your, one on your... <laughs> no, no, for me. Uh, one with your name on it in Philly, mm -hmm. all going well. Yeah. Cheers, guys. That's not all going well. I'm not Sidgwick. I'm going to be there. I'm going to kick Matt Rain's ass at basketball. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna I wish you were doing the like dunk and shoot thing that AEW's doing in a few weeks. I oh, yeah. Me, yeah. Matt Rain's, and Jeff Jarrett. Do we? Do we? Do we? Mm. Do we? What? Do we? Do We'd we? like to go. We'd like to go as well. What, to WrestleMania? Yeah. You should love you to. Should try might, be, might be. Something. Might be. Might be. Maybe not. Might be something happening. Yeah. That's, that's all I can say. I love them. But yeah, what was the ABV? Watch this live shows. Live things, yeah. Cool, what was the, I wonder uh, if Americans like live things. Do they live know. in the world? Let us know down oh, in the comments. Oh, wait a second, that's a different thing. What's the uh, ABV on it? What, on that snake? Yeah. Uh, it was something like, Matt will get back in the comments, you don't need to pay again. Yeah, But like, I don't know, like 20%. It was psychotic. He just, <laughs> he had, he had like his Legends Lounge, which is a genuinely lovely thing where like this Otherwise, horrible arsehole collects some of our <laughs> most dedicated uh, listeners together on a Friday just to say cheers. Blew our mind when we realised that, of course, American time zones are different, so he wasn't doing it live at five yes. o'clock. He was doing it for our benefit. It genuinely took us yeah, so I'm, long to realise. <laughs> like, and then people post the drinks or what they're up to that Friday. Just to, it's like I like it as an accompaniment to my top of the pop sit down when the boys mm. are in bed type thing. And uh, I puts the ABV up, and it's just like the man drinks psycho juice as a mm -hmm. as a quiet pint. Like, he doesn't believe in keeping it a session 4.3 or under. No, no. And as a result, I am nothing but a bitch in his shadow. That's like, <laughs> that's how he puts it across. It was like, oh, just a 5% for you tonight. Is it a hamlet? Loser. Devin Downing says, hello, am I really late? When did this start? We only started about eight minutes ago, Devin. Yeah. We, we yeah. actually were on time today. <laughs> All you missed was us talking about Madonna and Smurfs go pop, so you're fine. So you probably want to wind that yeah, up. Probably. I also like this comment. It always, it's, this, this is my radio thing. Mm-hmm. You know the weekend has begun when this show starts, right? So <gasps> hey. What a compliment that is, yeah. Like those um, drive time shows that would yeah. have like little gimmicks where you press the buzzer. It's quitting down! I used to, I used to uh -huh. have a thing at seven with a, a donut at the start of my show, not the food-based thing. Yeah. And it was like, just had to say like, you know, it was like, oh, branding, 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 song, song, song. And then like a little 10-second thing. I'd fight every time to be like, it's the mother. <laughs> it's 5 p.m. and don't it make your brown eye blue with these nuts and the buttholes? We're at the rear end of the week, so give us a <laughs> ring. <laughs> and and that. Sorry. Oh, come on, Aaron. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, Nicholas. There's some wrestling questions as well. What? People are getting to. Andy says, What is your promotion of 2023? AEW's had the better matches. WWE stories and characters have been more laid and better in keeping me more invested. I'll go Phil first on this because I have a feeling where this guy's going. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to pick. Um, promotion of the year is the Fed. Fed Bear. Mm. Just, just saying. Just saying, guys. WWE is doing really well. Yeah, we like, there's been. Uh, it's not been perfect the entire year it's been close to for me like especially here in 23 years especially because mm -hmm. i was off when eric was born so i missed yep. oh payback i missed payback <laughs> so it was just kind of and like that was all right you know the standard's been yeah, a lot higher this year wwe pay-per-views go that's yeah it doesn't even really rank no there was someone asking it earlier Remember when bad pay-per-views were like that's the worst the thing i've ever seen <laughs> yeah that that was was yeah I, I can't do this anymore yeah um yeah, I there was a stint as well from like uh what Survivor series last year to probably Backlash oh. where it was like they literally can't do a thing wrong here. <laughs> I like think of one big thing they did wrong, but other than I that one play out. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And it's not really like I thought SummerSlam badly missed the mark. Mm -hmm. Um 
uh, you know, and it kind of exposed Jey Uso in that long match. Uh, the Logan Paul Ricochet match was uh, like yeah. just okay. It didn't feel like Ricochet's big coming out party. Yeah. You didn't like SummerSlam because it didn't have the Vaseline house. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> didn't have the Vavavoom. Uh, LA Knight's big win in the big stadium was a Slim Jim oh, Battle yeah. Royal. Yeah, he won the Sausage Battle Royal. Yeah. That is my kind of show, baby. It was, it was like, again, Cody beat Brock. It was a great show. Cody <laughs> and Brock was awesome. This is what mm-hmm. I mean. Like, they've had not a single disaster on PLE and yep. the highs have been some of the highest they've ever been and the weekly television Jesus Christ like the Booker of the Year conversation mm-hmm. is only really it's tough really tough <laughs> it's, a, it's a two horse race it is a two horse race and they're both in DX really <laughs> like the, um, the thing is like this conversation wasn't really a very interesting one till AEW came along because it was never going to be Vince McMahon <laughs> no ever never uh, Gato pretty much had the 2010 sewn up for that incredible New Japan run yep and then, and people just didn't, not people didn't care, but people didn't talk about it. Whereas AEW being both a mainstream product and an observer-friendly product suddenly has brought this into the chat in a way that it's never been before. You see the memes of people slapping the Triple H or the Sean over this Tony Khan book of the year graphic. For the first year in AEW's history, it's not going to be AEW. I don't think, I might win. It will be because of The observer central, base yeah. votes and they, you know, maybe they vote AEW. I would imagine that AEW's, if people that vote in the Observer Awards, uh, being truthful to themselves. Yeah, search your feelings. They probably don't vote WWE, but they might not vote AEW, and that splits Tony Khan's vote and does kind of open the door for... Um, Shawn Michaels or Tories. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, like, for all that doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think Triple H or Shawn win that specific award, and for me it's Triple H. WWE. For me it's Shawn. And, it and you've got data to back it up on your... You've got, like, stats on your side. Like, for all that isn't as exciting as just talking about the point you like. Yeah. Basically, he did the same as Dynamite this week, NXT. That's yeah. wild, isn't it? Not like, oh, it did more views, but the, the demo... Yeah. Basically, exactly the same. Yeah, the margins of error. Being like, Rampage and Collision combined. <laughs> it's... Been a, it's got the just got the five year TV deal, is it? You know, like it's yeah. it's it's earned its place more than the black and gold one ever did. Speaking of which, what's going on with the Ring of Honor? The TV deal that they said <sighs> no, nah, you don't fancy it, so the CW went to to NXT, and then the whole they be great in that now. <laughs> the whole Samoa Joe thing. Me and Sid did a long form chat about it, but I'd love to know your thoughts as well. It's I referred to it on the news this morning as Schrodinger's wrestling promotion. You can look at it or not look at it, and you wouldn't know if it was dead or alive. Like it just. There are, I feel very sorry for any Ring of Honor diehards, and I don't mean like people that have loved the brand for 20 years, I just mean the people that are watching right now weekly. Yeah. And not just watching Athena, Billy Starks, like I am, and Lexi Nair, people that are watching every minute and match of yeah. that show on Honor Club, because they're in a vast minority, but they must every week be like, why is everybody just hating the wrestling show that I enjoy? <laughs> like that feels a little bit unfair. It's also a place where like wrestlers get jobs, and wrestlers get matches, and that, that's always good to, to exist. But... If you're an AEW fan, if you're a WWE fan, if you're kind of outside of that very, very, very niche bubble, it almost feels worse for existing. If Ring of Honor just went away, you would have fonder feelings towards the brand than as it currently exists. There is no place in which, like I say, it is neither living or dead. It is merely Ring of Honor. It's a weird thing as well, because it's it's kind of double weird, because Tony Khan kind of broke the, the original Ring of Honor by hiring all its people <laughs> to do yeah. AEW in the first place. Like, destroyed Ring of Honor, really. <laughs> um, and then he bought Ring of Honor for cheaps. And now he's just kind of keeping it alive, but like this weird little side thing. What did you think of the Samoa Joe belt thing? We've talked about it so much this week. I didn't mind the belt thing, which uh-huh. I feel like I might be in a very small minority for this. I think, like, if he'd lost, then that's diminishing the whole point of yeah, yeah. what you're trying to do with Samoa Joe and putting him up against... I'm absolute top dog in the company, which is MJF. Like, for him to lose and then go into that doesn't feel as special. Um, and, like, it, like with the, the belt thing, it's not like he, like, shat all over it and threw it in the bin. <laughs> 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 like, he still, like, respected it and said, like, yeah. I've been on top and it's, like, time for someone else to take over. I've got other things in my sights. Everybody knows it's not a major world title. Like, it, it's never been presented as that. It's not like... WWE took, like, the World Heavyweight title and the WWE title, and then, like, one person was like, nah, this is a pile of crap, let's yeah, throw it in the yeah. and go after the other one. Like, it, it's never been on the same level, ever. So, I don't know why it has. Like, didn't uh, Austin give up the IC title to go after the you main title? You said this, title? yeah. Like, yeah, this is, it's not, like, people are, like, when you're at the top of one level, yeah. and you let that go, 
like to move up to the next level. Isn't that like a logical thing? Well, see, I use that as an example of how you can barely get away with it, even when your undisputed top star in waiting is doing it. Yeah. My point was, Austin did it, and even then it was a bit off. It yeah. was like, hang on, like, you don't, you want the world title, nothing wrong in that. Bollocks, the screen's gone off. But you, uh, <laughs> but you don't want this anymore. You yeah. know, like, it's kind of, that's really hard then for The Rock, the heel, to take it on and without coming across like a bit of a phony faker, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, Which, luckily, his character in The Rock being The Rock was able to style that yeah, one out. big, fair phony. <laughs> he styled that out pretty quickly. It's, I don't disagree with what you said, but that is saying the quiet part loud and you're never supposed to do that. So, yes, yeah. we know the belt is meaningless, but you... Wrestling is supposed to hide those truths. It's not even the top ring I, of honor belt. It's no. the mid-card ring of honor belt. Yeah. I was leaning more towards Phil's position, more and more thinking, come on. Like, I disagree with anyone who said, oh, Keith Lee should have just won, because then yeah. that's literally what we always used to complain about with the Fed, which is losing upwards. Yeah. My issue is, why did Joe have to give up the belt? What was the reasoning? What he, because I, we've discovered something on the Collision Preview that I think may infuriate you even more. Why okay. do you think he had to give up the belt? Or what was it, do you think his justification for it? Uh, he has, he feels like he respects the belt enough that he can no longer do any more with it because his eyes are on another prize. And he can't he is, defend it within the... He has fallen in love with another and has no choice but to break the heart. He's like, he wants his sex to become his ex mm. so he can... I mean, he did this. literally fight for the world title whilst holding that championship already. You have destroyed my point with a bulldozer. MJF <laughs> literally holds an ROH title as world champion right now. I mean, yep. this is the guts of the problem, is that they've booked a Ring of Honor with a bunch of stars to be their champions to try and get people to watch Ring of Honor. Nobody's moved over to watch Ring of Honor. The wrestlers themselves included. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then now they've got all these stars that they need to get Ring of Honor belts off in order to get Ring of Honor back to the show that it should be. <laughs> and here's the kicker. If you want to say, uh, it's not about that, he has decided to dedicate himself purely to fighting for the AEW World Championship, which means, as we all know, he will not be able to defend the TV title within that 30-day period. So he has to, you know, as, as, as like Batista and Edge used to do when they were injured, he has to give it up. When did Shabbat last time defend the pure title? I'll give you a clue, it's September. Oh, yeah. I... It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. What we're hitting here is a sense. <laughs> the kidless. Like what we're hitting here is the like most AEW discussions, of which a long form is still on the YouTube channel, oh. are macro problems. Like mm. in a let's say if this was the one-off and every other rule within AEW was being adhered to as a wrestling universe and as a sort of in the old days of the rankings or how much the belts meant, it would be this crime, quite frankly, that he dare to give up a belt without defending it or anything like that. Whereas now it makes you question the validity of the title. Not just Joe giving it up now, to Phil's point, did it ever really matter in the first place? And that kind of undermines mm -hmm. Joe's longevity record with it. It reminds you that there's kind of a gaping plot hole there because other belts aren't being defended in the 30-day window. It just creates more questions. And I just think when, when a product's hot and when the rules are being adhered to, you don't ask the questions, you just trust the process. Like, I think Mark Briscoe should win this title, right? I think he's, he was robbed of the fairy tale moment over WrestleMania weekend and he couldn't beat Joe. Now... If he wins this tournament, he has to defend it against Joe. He has to. He has to slay. It's like Orange Cassidy in the international title, right? He has to still mm -hmm. slay the monster. But I think he should win it because it gives that belt the best possible restart. The only yeah, he's, the only rehabilitation you he's can get. Kind of the top babyface outside of WWE, isn't he? Mm -hmm. So uh, let's get through some questions. Thank you, to everyone in the chat. Um, Just Daryl says, Adam. Is Adam will want a two pump chomp or a virgin? Answer trick question is both. <laughs> How do you know, Dal? Uh, Michael Everett says, Happy Friday, gents. The best way to end my work week is spending it here with you all. Thank you, Michael. Ours too. How yeah. long before the Creed Brothers are tag champions? It needs to happen ASAP, in my opinion. I wouldn't rush it, you know. I think the what we're seeing now is a new way between WWE and NXT. Triple H and Shawn Michaels obviously on far better terms with what they like and than Triple H and Vince ever were, you would imagine, imagine this, actual conversations take place about what exactly you want from your developmental talents. And what we've seen from the Creed so far is loads of what they can do without everything of what they can do. Odd comparison this, but if you imagine Enzo and Cass's debut in 2016, that white-hot arrival when they just, like, they scorched the Dudley boys, and it was like, wow, like, they've just made these, like, these legends feel like dinosaurs. 
that was, in a sense, the peak of what Enzo and Cass could ever do because they were a promo tag team with a, with a couple of hot matches in them. The Creeds haven't yet even uncorked the best of what the Creeds do, and this might be a completely transformational thing now where you don't just bring up an NXT act, perfect, have two hot weeks, and then they just become just guys. Mm. You watch them grow all over again. Like, I don't know what they like a football analogy would be, but like, if you're getting promoted from the championship to the Premier League, Phil will get this. If you're getting promoted from the <laughs> championship to the Premier League, like, the teams that sort of manage to just get there and stay there are the ones that grow gradually. Mm. And for the Creeds to just win the belts, as much as it would be really cool because they're hard as nails and they can goo. And if you watch NXT, you've seen this for two years. Mm. A lot of WWE fans haven't seen this. How often do we talk in AEW about the lack of anticipation for the big mm. matches? The Creeds right now is about the journey, not the destination. You've got to, a bunch of new fans have got to fall in love with them for the first time and we've got to fall in love with them all over again. That's the, that's the challenge with the Creeds for me. I, I would have... Maybe like a four-team, you know, like the, it wasn't for the tag titles, was it? But the the awesome night one, Angelo Dawkins, Braun. Tag showcase. Yeah. Oh my God. That, but for the titles, mm-hmm. I'd have pretty deadly be the ones going in as champions and at WrestleMania and have the Creed brothers leaving as champions. You could get there by Mania. Yeah. Takes a lot of shuffling stuff around. But yeah, when do you think they should win tag titles, Phil? Yeah, I'm with Hamlet on this one. Like, build them up in new eyes and just, like, it doesn't need, everything doesn't need to happen straight away. Like, yeah. this can last a while. Like, like, they could even have a title shot and maybe get screwed out of it or something. Like, build up that anticipation, like you say, and just wait for the moment to be mm. big enough to, like, use the belts to elevate them rather than, or, like, use themselves to elevate themselves before getting the belts, yeah. which elevates them further, rather than just, like, hot-shotting it to the belts as an excuse to elevate them up the card. Yeah, and like the belts are in good health still. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's not... (laughs) Yeah, if it was a situation like a few years ago, it's like, crisis, finally somebody credible, just put them on them and see how this goes. Spoil for choice, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, if you think about when Gunther won the Intercontinental title, the job was still, can you bring this belt back? And he's done it. Like, Mm. the the tag belts don't need that kind of rehab. Yeah. And the tag team scene at the minute, the amount of great teams in there and great matches that are available, it's like, this is the best it's been in a long ass time in WWE. Don't forget about Koala that we formed on the SmackDown preview. Please do listen to that preview, but uh, not if you want to find out what's on tonight's SmackDown. (laughs) Mr. Phoenix says, uh, I get to see Motor City Machine Guns versus Josh, Alexander, and ZSJ live. That sounds awesome. And also says, get ready to say, Thanks, Mr. Phoenix. Uh, because at War Games, Rollins, the babyface champion, is the first guy in the cage. Priest, the smart heel, is the last in and cashes in as the match beyond begins. Wins War Games and the title in one fell swoop. Thanks, Mr. Phoenix. It's great, <laughs> that, isn't it? Love that. Like, the match at Crown Jewel was a golden opportunity before Sammy ripped it away. And I love how this echoes the very first one. Like, Edge waited for after the chamber, the elimination chamber, the cage is being lifted to get two finishes out of one. I think that's even better than, what do I? The baby faces win war games and Priest wins the belt immediately after. And rather than the celebratory, give it all away, give it all away, while Cody's just enjoying the moment and being very Cody about it, Priest like, that's on his ass. Yeah. And he just <laughs> yeah. like, cashes in and takes it, and that's how the show goes off the air. Um, Either way, I love a cash in there. I really do. Either way, you're going to be doing a live stream for it as well. Thank you. Cody's coming back, baby. <laughs> Uh, Kenny Osprey says, happy Friday, guys. What match stipulation made you nearly quit watching wrestling? For me, it was the Punjabi prison match. <laughs> Have a great <laughs> weekend. You're not going to get much arguments from me from that. I was baffled by it. I couldn't see anything. The best one was when it didn't even have Great Carly in it. Oh, he my was God. Or whatever. Elevated liver enzymes. Yeah, incredible. Oh, that's incredible. Way of putting incredible. It. Don't care for this Punjabi prison slander. <laughs> <laughs> um, what made me almost quit wrestling? I can, t- I can tell you what made me... Well, tune in to WCW and then immediately tune out of WCW was the three-tiered cage thing. Oh, I can't remember what yeah. it was called. Yeah. That was See, I never really mess. watched that. And then I remember listening the Ready to, to Rumble Cage. The Ready yeah. to Rumble Cage. Because I remember, I can't, like, I can't remember which one it was, which match it was. But like, I wasn't a big WCW guy. It was no. really hard to watch. Like, it was on at, like, maybe on at ITV at like 2 o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. Like, so I never really watched it. And I just stumbled across this at some point. Can't remember how or why. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay, put it on. And it was like only the second ever time I watched WCW. The first time was that my match where it was like the ring was in the middle of a pool. Yeah. And the cruiserweights were doing like flips into the pool and stuff. And I was like, well, this is a bit weird. <laughs> and then the next one was that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just never going to watch WCW. <laughs> this, is like, this is the worst. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Jarrett won the belt in it, so go. <laughs> but uh, no, I, it, obviously, it, it was Chris Canyon that took 
crazy bump off it for a company that yeah. was dying for a moment that was wasted. Or, you know, David Arquette turning heel to surrender his own world title <laughs> to Jeff Jarrett. It was very WCW, wasn't it? Yeah. The, um, I don't know, the, some of the really bad ones, the other triple-decker cage in WCW, because there was two different kinds of triple-decker cage, God. was Hogan and Savage versus the Alliance to end Hulkamania. Uncensored 96, where like 20 heels. Some of them. <laughs> I have since watched this one from Retro Ups and Downs, which yeah. is. Yeah. They're using frying pans all. It's a mess, right? But those things age incredibly well because they're so dumb. <laughs> like, I. And I don't know if I'm back yet, but there was an incredible one two weeks ago on NXT, so I'm trying to be back. I kind of hate ladder matches. Wrestling has chased me away from ladder matches. It is traditionally known as the match that yields the most pain for the least reward. Mm -hmm. It's not a table. A ladder is the opposite of a table in terms of a wrestling prop. You see the bumps that they have to take on them, off them. Like, <sighs> there's been so many that the when you're watching it at home, I think the magic of the terrifying bump has been lost because you just go in expecting it. Multi-man ladder matches have replaced truly great singles ones. And I just don't... There was once upon a time where that was like this... You know, like a feud ender or the, well, it has to be this. You know, there's yeah, going to be real yeah. violence. Like I think of like, Triple H and The Rock elevating the Intercontinental title and each other yeah. through having that ladder match at SummerSlam 98 in Madison Square Garden. Hardys, Dudleys, and Edge and Christian yeah. pulling themselves up into the like, main event. Money in the Bank probably started the like the bastardization of it, but mm -hmm. then every sort of like every major WWE and AEW multi-man with a ladder has been diminished returns ever since. Uh, it's There's rule proven exceptions. Like the Creeds versus the Lotharios, tables, ladders, and scares two weeks ago. Oh my God. It was unreal. Chaos can still be found. Yeah. But I just think it's harder than ever to have that organic sense of anything can happen because you've just seen every ladder spot. Uh, I think I, the one thing that, like, you know, on like Cyber Sundays or the like, the like choose your own adventure type yeah. <laughs> WWE <laughs> matches where you get to pick a match. Whenever like uh, either stretch matches or ambulance matches come up, like, what is, what is this? So like, mm. there is never in the history of wrestling been a good one. So why is this still like yeah, being an no, option I, that people are still? I like it when it gets caught on like wires and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. so awkward. They're so bad. I hate last man standing matches in WWE. I, I beg every. Time we talk about one, I'm like, how about I have one with three counts? I'll tell you something that just instead of like, oh, you've tripped over, it's yeah. time to start a count, I think. Do you know what I don't like now more than ever? And I didn't love it once upon a time. I don't think barbed wire is very good. Like, I don't think barbed, like you, it paints a picture of this horror movie, right? Wrestling's fake, mate. Like, I don't think wrestling ever delivers it in the way that certainly to my sensibilities is satisfying. No. You either get cut up for real, like Funk and Sabu were born to be wide in 97, is a video nasty, right? It's a snuff film masquerading as a wrestling match. The Sabu's gluing his own arm up and Terry Funk's trapped in it and you're worried that he's going to get it over his throat whenever it's like, that's like incredible, but not, it's not work. Like you can't post your pictures on Instagram in 97, so what are you doing it for? And then if you think about like how wrong, like I think the Kenny Omega Moxley match itself is overrated before the big botch. Mm. Kingston and Jericho was a disaster. Oh my God. Like I think it promises something that it can never in 2023 deliver. I think it's fallen into the trap of people are introducing it way too early in matches and things as well. Like yeah. the bed of barbed wire things. Like yeah. it just comes out and then you know it's going to be used at some point. It's not like, it's not part of a steady escalation process. Mm. It's just a, oh, this is what the payoff's going to be and we're just going to wait why, until we you, wrestle to get there. Yeah, and why would you go back to like a steel chair after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and not, like Foley was good at it. And again, it's probably a thing of like law of diminishing returns where you've mm. seen so much barbed wire now that it's like, well, like what's the point? I get that what everyone be, can do. Literally watching somebody <coughs> slice their arm yeah. with one of the barbs to be like, right, I actually feel something here. But like for in like old Foley like street fight matches or like the Triple H um, Cactus Jack street fight at the Royal Rumble, like that was a really steady escalation yeah. of objects that came in. And it was like, it was taking you on a, this journey that it was like, where's this going? Where's this going to like peaks that you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it's it's that like carrying you on this journey to the escalation, the thumbtacks, and then the barbed wire comes mm. out and then this thing. And it's like, I think that is missing from a lot of the sort of street fighty type matches these days. I would say as well, it serves WWE and AEW, barbed wire and certain other stipulations. I always remember when like Impact would use like a glass table or something. Stay, like Deathmatch Wrestling has an audience and has that's a me. place. That's me, that's it for me. Stay in your lane. If you said to me, uh, Adam, we need to review this Deathmatch or especially we need to you to review this Light Tubes match. I think I'd say there's my notice. Thanks very much. And like, but, <laughs> but people like I hate it, I think it's stupid. People like Deathmatch Wrestling and they will argue that there is like psychology at death. I'm not here to have that argument, but like, I get it. Yeah. It might not be for me, but I absolutely get it. But like, let them have that. Let GCW and Matt Cardona being covered in blood be GCW's thing. Let Nick, like Nick Gage... 
wouldn't work on Dynamite every week. He's yeah. a cult hero in that world. Like, let that be that. Mm. And just don't borrow, like, don't borrow when you don't need to, I suppose. But it draws and it kind of, like, creates buzz, doesn't it? So they'll keep doing it. Uh, Jose Palomares, thank you so much for your donation. Uh, can we extract that from the thing? Because it says drinks for you guys. So. Hello. That's, can't go into the work coffers. Hello. Yeah. Cook the bucks and shuffle that one out. Later. Thank you, Jose. If you're going, thank you, Jose. We'll yes, out there. at the Ho Eleven on Twitter, usually helps take care of the um, data. Thanks uh, for ladies' night. Just a thank you for all you guys do. Wilborn, quit teasing it and bring back the greatest. Is it door or is it no door? Who knows? Maybe uh, in the next few weeks that could make a comeback. Bye bye. Just you don't know where or when. But who knows? Yeah. John Carr says, on the news, Adam uh, asked when we'd like SmackDown. I'd say Thursday so that we get a review podcast from you lot every weekday. You know, I'm game. That works you for know, me, as long yeah. as it's not two on the same day. Yeah, there's nothing else going on on Thursdays, is it? These days? No. Impact move. Yeah, there's impact move. Thursdays. Yeah. Um, so you think it's going to leave Friday, SmackDown, in long term? I mean, it seems like it. It's, it's, pro- it's very, there's an argument to be made that they have established themselves there now. I, I love the idea of channel. these, like, the WWE UFC, like, co-branded things where they just take over an arena and that's mm. just them for the whole weekend and they're just like, ah, no, we're not doing Sundays anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. even with that on the table, like, they can't still do SmackDown UFC Sunday pay-per-view and then there are. It's just, the, like, I think, it's one of the things, when I was younger, I used to attach such romance to things like the Roman numerals of the original WrestleManias or like d- days of the week being another example. These things really matter. Excel and then, is so good for WrestleMania. <laughs> but like once it changes once or twice, you realize that it wasn't like it was okay. It turned out all right in the end. You know, like NXT was when it was first, like when it had had its arse handed to it. And it's like, right, off it goes. I think to, it was the hockey that moved it, but yeah, fair Off it goes to Tuesday. Uh, the. Other than the fact that, like, I was going to get some sleep for the first time in, like, two years. And <laughs> not accidentally invent a pandemic uh, off the back of staying <laughs> One up One-man pandemic. Sorry about that, guys. Um, pandemic? Yeah. Write that down. Hang <laughs> <on>. <laughs> um, I, like, I... SmackDown's been on Tuesdays, it's been on Thursdays, it's been on Fridays. It's just, you get very used to the now, and you get very used to the routine. Like I'm oh, ca- so when it moved to Fridays, I was like, what the hell are we going to do? Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're in the worst bubble for it. Because we're thinking about this from a work thing. Yeah. I like this is not like a cop out. I would love to know what other people think about how their viewing week is it's affected like the by the Saturday wrestling they watch. If yeah. I was if I was a fan of watching wrestling, I would much prefer it to be on a Saturday than yes. on yeah. a Sunday. But what you're doing it for work, it, it's obviously easier if it's on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> unless unless it's one that you're not doing the stream for, and then you yeah. want it to be on the Saturday, <laughs> then you don't have to watch it live. You can just watch it at your convenience on the Sunday. We're thinking about this from totally yeah, wrong perspective, totally aren't we? Like, yeah. uh, but just go Scotch Death and put it on Wednesdays. Why the hell? Oh, no. Come on, no. WWE. I'm right, I need to sleep, <laughs> goddammit. Mr. Twilly says, cheers. Uh, I'm in SoCal driving to work, so I'm enjoying a diet Mountain oh. Dew instead oh, of a beer. Yeah. So, okay. Imagine just being in America. Just being in America. Soon. Oh, God. OG Stem Cell says, hello. Could you guys see KO turning on Sammy during war game? War games. Uh, nice nod to the last year to set up their WrestleMania latch. Uh, cheers, lads. Hashtag Stanflet. Ah, oh, thanks, OG Stem Cell. Love the name, as always. Uh, me and Rey Mysterio's knees. Yeah, <laughs> short answer, yeah. Um, we've talked, it, it might not, but they have, it's, it's Triple H's plotting. They've opened up a bunch of different potential WrestleMania matches for a bunch of different guys. Kevin Owens is including that. He's clearly setting a little something up with Logan Paul for who knows when, mm-hmm. but Logan Paul himself feels like he could be a perfect candidate to lose to LA Knight at yeah. WrestleMania. And so then it's like, well, what does Owens do? And I love the symmetry of last year when Zayn chose the bloodline. Owens, the guy that has been forced to the sidelines because of Jey Uso's move, which was really Cody Rhodes' fault, but Sami Zayn said he was happy to be there. Like So well plotted. Sami said he would have liked another shot at the tag belts, but he's going to move forward and move on. He wants to fight for the singles title. Owens doesn't get a choice because he's marooned over on SmackDown and his partner's apparently just moved on to other things. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be the story they tell, but it absolutely could. We, on a Q&A podcast that I won't spoil, but is going out on Monday, mm-hmm. we fantasy booked an entirely different Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens storyline, which again is as a result of where the pieces are on the board at the moment. I've really enjoyed this move to SmackDown as well for KO. Like, mm-hmm. it still feels kind of special yeah. over yeah. there, which is quite impressive. When you like all you've done is moved him from Raw to SmackDown, but for some reason, like there's something, it's just something, it's KO, isn't it? Like when the two man punch spot. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like you just get him in any situation where he can talk and he's like absolutely incredible, but yeah. he feels special and it feels yeah. like 
it, like that sort of that point to prove or whatever it is. Like everything's been taken away from him, and it's yeah. like, oh, well, here I am. Well, I get okay. Well, let's work with this somehow and go forwards. And it's yeah, he's ma- he's really making him stand out on that roster. I'd love him to get an- another run at Roman. Just Romans yeah. again, again, you again. <laughs> <laughs> like Owen's like, I will just fight you forever and ever and ever. <laughs> yeah. like one day I will stop you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Uh, let's get some more questions from the comment section. Has Hamlet tried the fried bread sandwich yet, says John Catter. No, John. <laughs> But I'm going to. I uh, I don't fry a very good bread. I egg a good bread. I've got a decent eggy bread in me. Not a fan of uh, the old uh, egg e bread. Are you not? Nope. I like it. It's uh, it's. Don't stop doing it. Egg on bread. Fine. I'm with you. I prefer an egg on bread than a egg. Oh, bread. same. I'm just like you know. I like it basically tainted the consistency. I don't like it. Yeah. Makes an omelette out of a piece of bread, faff. doesn't it? Mm. It is a bit faffy. I'll give you that. I don't like faff. Not an omelette guy. You're not an omelette omelet guy. Oh, I love omelettes. So. Omelet's like an omelet. And then again, I haven't had an omelette probably since I was about 10 because I was like, oh, I guess I don't like that. But I love <laughs> I love an egg. Oh, I get some cheese and ham, maybe a bit of pepper or something. say when like. we're in Philadelphia, maybe you should probably have an omelette there because well, America bad place to try it. If only I was going. Fat, flipping omelettes. I reckon no, what are the omelettes? Devin Downing said. I had like eggs. <laughs> an omelette. You guys are Mr. Eggs together, the three of us. Is that the place called? Yolk. That's it. Yolk is goated. Uh, Devin Downey says, tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Devin. Birthday Turn 26. Tomorrow. Should I go bowling, indoor golfing, or out to a pub? All three. Go. <laughs> go uh, golfing first, when go the weather's good. Indoor golfing in the morning. Yeah, when I say when the weather's good, it's indoors. Because, so. uh, and I know this from experience, kids' parties are likely to start rocking up about 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So, And in an indoor golf environment, you are stuck with them whether you want them or not. Uh, and I say that as a father. Bowling... There will be kids' parties all day on a Saturday, but it's a bowling alley. There's loads just of space. Just drink through it. And yeah. you can get your first pints at the bowling and then go straight to the pub. Depending on the golf place, you can get your first pints at the golf I suppose place. Can we yeah, go bowling? I know we're not doing it for our Christmas party, but can we? I'd really like to go for a few drinks and bowling at Lane 7 prior to that in the week leading up to it. Yeah. Because yeah. it just feel like, I know it's I know it's not what we're doing this year, but mm-hmm. it just feel like a tradition. Well, if anyone from Lane 7 is watching and wants to put us up for <laughs> hey, free... Hey, we're, 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 we're all lucky strike guys right now, but yeah. uh, we're open to change. We, uh, we're, we've put some money in the tills over the years and we'll happily yeah. do some more. Also, mini golf is the greatest game in the history of games. Love mini golf. Better than golf. Better than, way better Far than golf. golf. Why is um, it not televised? Fair point. This is true. Andy says, uh, last year, um, Wrestling News Newsletter voted TK Booker at the end. Meltz had to leave a note saying it was the wrong choice, lol. But to be fair, Triple H only had a few months. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Chambers, thank you for your donation, Matt. Yeah. Uh, first super chat from you, thanks, Matt. Uh, thank says, you very much. I haven't watched a paper, uh, sorry, a premium live event since the last live stream. You sons of bitches! I guess I'm back in. Yeah. yeah. See you on the 25th, Matt. Is that money in the bank? Must be it was a lifetime ago. It was a literal lifetime ago. Eric's lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> and one of my favourite night out. Yeah, it was great. Ever. It was really good. One of my favourite nights. Better than the bin door. Yeah. Uh, Michael Everett Got says in a lot of trouble for that tweet. <laughs> it's just, just a joke, guys. 
Uh, which is true. Uh, I know the question comes up a lot now, but do we still need The Rock involved in the Roman Bloodline storyline? It feels like the time has passed where it made sense to have him come in. And obviously the actor's strike over is, is over as well. Yeah, that's the deal. Like, let's not like talk about storylines when we could really talk about scabs. Yeah. Like, that's what Cena and The Rock were. The thing is, right, it's funny, because when Cody Rhodes lost at WrestleMania and wrong people said it was the right call, a lot of the conversation around that was, nah, sorry, um, the real story here is The Rock, or the real story here is Jey Uso. Never Cody's story. And yeah. <laughs> that a lot. I think it is. Uh, and Jey Uso wasn't the guy. I love Jey Uso. Love him. But he wasn't the guy for this. I don't think The Rock is either. I don't think they'll do this. But if I was fantasy booking, I really love, it was never my pitch, but I really love that period when everybody got very panicked about The Rock suddenly returning. <laughs> and you did. It wasn't an out-and-out mini-tournament. It was just a C1 night two of Rock Reigns, Cody Cena, night one. Yeah. Winner versus winner. I like two. that idea. I don't think you need to. I think you just say, no, Dwayne. And I think, like, The Rock, The Rock would be just as welcome. I don't think The Rock works, by the way. I think he just appears. Like, I oh, think these nuts will be exploding if he shows up <laughs> if I'm going to WrestleMania because oh my God. I don't care what you say. If I get to be there and he says his goddamn name on fire, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be there for that theme coming. I was there when the glass shattered. I pop my little tits off. Genuinely, I think the best thing that could happen to wrestling right now is CM Punk returns at Survivor, at Survivor Series. I'll check. And then The Rock returns at the Royal Rumble huh? and takes away CM Punk's spot at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then we is. can just watch the world burn. I'll <laughs> say this. <Phil. laughs> what if, you know, like um, at WrestleMania 30, when it started with uh, Austin, Rock and Hogan, and it was this, like, are oh, the three biggest names Silver ever Dome, yeah. coming back together <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> WrestleMania 30. But, like, at WrestleMania 40, you've got, like, Cena joins them in the ring. And it's like, ah. Oh. But no Hogan. Yeah, actually. One of us. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all of them. All the big guys ever. And then, like, Roman just spits them all. Stands, uh. Stacks them. Stacks them. Stacks them. Stacks them. Stacks Holds a foot over, finger in the air. Like, it says, and that's like I'd night. leave at that point. If I was in the WrestleMania, I'd be like, well, the show's peaked. <laughs> night one. And it's like, and I'll see you tomorrow, Cody. You're just going to be like all of these. And I acknowledge my tribal chief. Yeah. Uh, Matt Rain says, Snake Venom is 67%. <laughs> What? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I thought he's like, oh, he's messed up. He shouldn't put a sick. He's put a point. I swear to God, I zoomed in and zoomed in. Like, where's the the, uh, decimal point? $140 a bottle, Phil. Uh, What? If you're you're teasing a show Mania weekend and my king isn't there, I will will 100% continue listening to all the podcasts, but I will not be best (laughs) pleased. We'll see what we can do, Matt. I can't promise anything. Uh, 67%. What's, what's absinthe? That's got to be up there, isn't it? I don't know. Like, but they, but again, like a six seven cent beer is a spirit, isn't yeah. it? Effectively, but the, yeah. the idea that you pour all that in a pint glass, yeah, it's a. Uh, I know they're not a very popular brand, but Brewdog have a beer that you can only buy in shots, don't they? Because it's oh, such like, a high like thirds yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, only Tories drink that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> lovely donation. Thank you so much. This from Tom Talks Rubbish. Thank you, Tom. It's a brilliant hey, YouTube channel. Time. We've all been interviewed mm-hmm. by him. Of course, yeah, go and check them out check on his out. channel. Uh, no questions, but thank you for being nice people. I uh, wouldn't be where I am today without you being so kind to me. You're more than welcome, Tom. Pleasure to chat to you as always. Um, John Harrison. Hello. The man behind our wonderful intro. Yeah. Says, good Friday, boys. Hi, John. Uh, I'm late, but I made it in time for the bloody good quiz. We're just about to get to that. One more question to go for that. Uh, celebrate my mum's birthday tonight. Happy birthday, Happy Mommy Harrison. Birthday. Yeah. What's Hamlet drink, drinking? I'm going to pick up a couple of cans after work. Peace and love. Schofferhofer, uh, it's 2.5%. You can get it in grapefruit or pineapple. Don't get it confused with the uh, lemon or I think it's kiwi or something. There's a couple of different like mm-hmm. lager variants in glass bottles that are not yeah. anywhere near. Like, love the brand. Please sponsor us. All your products are amazing. <laughs> These are the best ones. Uh, Mark Lee Willis, oh, legend. who is coming to our live show in, oh God, I better plan some of that in a week and a half. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the date. Uh, 21st of um, uh, November, I believe it is, yeah. at the Mosaic Tap. And about that, Mark, thank you for your donation and your question, says, I'll buy you all a drink at the time, but what's the non-alcoholic drinks like at Mosaic Tap? I don't drink alcohol, I'm afraid. It's a good selection of non-alcoholic beers they there. They definitely have some. It's like craft beer place. So if you're mm. going for non-alcoholic stuff, there will definitely be some interesting ones. Yeah, you'll get that. It's not just going to be your average yes. Tesco or Asda range, is it? Yeah, yeah there'll be some really interesting and ones. And they just pop. Good. I love a glass of pop. Yeah, yeah. They've got soft drinks as well. Yeah. Uh, final question before we get on to the uh, hashtag quiz um, comes from 
never naught. Knowing MJF's penchant for wanting to do the best version of match types, could World's End be a gauntlet for the belt, ending with the devil as ma- unmasking as punk, obviously? Seeing more and more of this. Um, I don't think the devil is CM Punk, but I am not remotely surprised that CM Punk is being fan cast into this position just as well, your fan casting into the Survivor Series. Well, fan casting, predicting correctly. Yeah. Because he's the f-ing best lad. Yeah. Like, he was then, he is now. Like, this is CM Punk, right? Uh, warts and all. And I think that's why. I think what is happening is a lot of people right now don't want to admit how much they miss the punker. Yeah. And have thus been like, oh, maybe he's the devil. Bloody AEW, please let it be CM Punk. Bloody AEW, I can't believe that. Like, it's not oh, going to be Maybe he did actually make Collision really good. <laughs> <laughs> it makes everything better. But um, I like, I will say this, right? Even if you're not a punk guy, and I know there's plenty that aren't, at least tying him to MJF, kind of like writes, even in my opinion, punk's big wrong. Like what he did uh, all out 2022, while hilarious and one of the best delivered promos of all time, in terms of incinerating a wrestling company, what he, what was really unfair was MJF's. Yeah, like, kind of He's like been really unlucky with that, hasn't he? Inadvertent punishment from that, and not that I think he'll be back in AEW, but if you're ever going to do it, Max is old one. Yeah, I think, and I say that as like the big punk guy. He's he's old one off CM Punk. I mean, the bidding war of 2024. Just do it next year. <laughs> okay, that's WrestleMania ticket. There's not there's not one main event. Sorry, Rock. Sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> Sorry, I, Cody. I, I, I do have a gauntlet of him being like, thank God I've taken care of, of Cole, because he's back from in whatever for whatever reason. And Joe and Wardlow. <sighs> and Jay White. What's this? <laughs> the devil's coming out now. Great. Yeah. Oh, not the devil. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> hey, pulls off the mask. It's another MJF. He puts salt of earth on himself. <laughs> but right. there. Yeah. Enough of all this. Uh, it's now time for a good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by Larry. If you want to have your name associated with the hashtag bloody good quiz, uh, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Screenshot it. We need the proof. And then email it to me, adam.wilborn at whatculture.com. Uh, Larry, Wright, Larry Rice, great. If you like biased coverage from one wannabe booker in particular who faced one company over another and craps on another, a pair of bantam chickens getting emotionally dysregulated because the booking wasn't up to their standards. Thanks for, thanks for that, Larry. Uh, that specific insult could be any of us, couldn't it? Like, I like that. Like, it's kind of got us all there. Where is thanks, the lie? <laughs> if you think we're being too harsh on AW, why not check out our podcast from mm-hmm. just the other day? If you think you're being too harsh on AW, it should just be better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, check it out. <laughs> you think Pepsi Phil shoots hard, <laughs> no matter what culture Phil. <laughs> Our turning point podcast. Um, I, I, I spoke to you both uh, about this. Yes, thank you. Triple dot thirty one. Larry the dog can type. That's that dog, isn't it? Ah, oh, hey. he's got that dog in him. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a different quiz this week. This is All not right. multiple choice. Hello, what the hell? Phoning it in this week? Oh we? no. <laughs> this is uh, a little bit different because I stumbled across something that. Popped me so big last night that I thought, well, we've got to use this. Um, okay. And you can you can have the help of the uh, of the YouTube comment section if you Ask so require. The chat. Yes. Like that. We had a, what was the name? I can't remember. It had, it had like a poo <laughs> faced. <laughs> a poo that sentence did not go where I thought it was going to. It had <laughs> a, no chat. It had a poo. <laughs> Something like that. I don't even remember it having a poo based anything. Maybe I've just, I don't know. I've <laughs> not had a lot of sleep recently. Poo on the brain. Um, anyway, so I discovered this thread on Reddit Squared Circle. When has that, that ever gone wrong? <laughs> okay. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to read out bad wrestler descriptions, and you have to tell me who the wrestler is. Okay. So, love it. So I'll, I'll give you an example, okay? Um, and I've got more than 10 because it popped me so many times, but we can just play it by ear sort of thing. Um, so if someone described a wrestler as the I like turtles kid all grown up, that would be... Darby Allen. Exactly. Uh, if someone said uh, Baby Sting, that would be... Darby Allen. If someone said Emo Bart Simpson, that would be... Darby <laughs> Allen. If someone said the year 2007 compacted into human form, it would be... Darby Allen. If someone said Reese from Malcolm in the Middle all grown up, it would be... Darby Allen. Yeah, exactly. I love this game. No points, don't worry for that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I got 7-0. I got 10 of them. 
just the individual ones. Okay, but, uh, I like this. this if we, if we, it's not just going to be me asking <laughs> and then just complete silence. I, I'll give you clues if you're okay. if you're not sure. <laughs> I started with like the top voted ones because I thought, well, you, you might be able to get that one. Uh, but yeah, just for fun, guys. Okay, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Wrestler number one. And chat, feel free to help them out with this one as well. Uh, wrestler number one is someone tries to draw Shawn Michaels from memory. Oh. He is someone we have discussed already today. Current wrestler. Someone tries to draw Shawn Michaels from memory. Hamlet. Uh, Lexus King? No, dear, that's wrong. Good guess, though. Good guess. Uh, Sean, it's not that one that you've just guessed. <laughs> Bradley, it's not current day Sean Michaels. <laughs> I mean, that would be a good answer. This is great. Can we do that thing where Phil gets a go and then I'm back in play? Yeah. If he yeah, gets it wrong. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, someone tried to draw Sean Michaels from memory. I've no idea. Long hair. Yeah. Mm. A former world champion. Uh... Featured heavily on the television show that he's on, although hasn't wrestled on there for a while. I don't know. It's not RVD temps in the chats. Oh, I've got another guess for this. Um, I've no idea, but just to get Hamford back in, Edge. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> Good show. No, dear, that's wrong. Uh, based on tights of a certain period of Shawn Michaels' life, based on quality of work of a certain period of Shawn Michaels' life. Based on a hairline from a certain period of Shawn Michaels' life, Nick Jackson. <laughs> no, dear, that's wrong. Ah, the chat have got it. Poison Wits, Ryan Cross, Deshaun Bowen, Samuel Matze, John Papa Sergio. I can't think of anyone else with long hair and wears trousers. Who we've spoken about today? Who we've spoken about today of all. Things. Heavily featured on AEW television. The second person you, third person you saw on Dynamite this week. Can't we hang on page then? <laughs> Triple dot 31, you've got it as well. Adam Cole, baby. Yay! It was yeah. Adam Cole, <laughs> baby. That's quite good. That's quite good. <laughs> uh, also, a shout out to someone who said that uh, <laughs> Joey Janela looks like Shawn Michaels if he lost God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, <laughs> number two. <laughs> The kid who really liked Kingdom Hearts, but now super ripped. What's, what's Kingdom Hearts, Phil? I don't know. It's some kind of video game. Oh, oh. Uh oh, big clue there. Uh, uh, Hamlet. Phil. <laughs> I'm gonna let Phil go because I think he was gonna say who I was about to guess. Kenny Omega. Yay! <laughs> I forgot how the game works. <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone in the chat getting that. Yep. Number three, a human cat. <laughs> Phil, Natalia. <laughs> ah. No, dear, that's ah. wrong. Hmm. Now, think less in terms of their working style, more in terms of their just general demeanor. Yeah. Podcast law says it's Finn Balor, but I'm not going to go into that well okay. just yet. A human cat. A Current champion holds a belt right now. Ooh. Uh... Nobody's really springing to mind, so I'm just going to go with the first person I just thought of there. Hamlet, Chelsea Green. No, dear, that's wrong. Current champion, Phil. Who is champions? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I really get this when you think about this person's demeanor. Seth Rollins? Ooh, good. No, dear, that's wrong. Alex, you've got it in the chat. Logan Paul? No, dear, that's wrong. Ortiz, yeah, does hear, so that does kind of throw you off. Keen uh, Minahan's got it in the chat as well. Chat kicking her ass as if. Yeah, they are. Michael Everett, yeah. My word. Got a title. Got a title. And he's defending it in just under. <laughs> no, days. Oh, I think I've got it. But it's with Phil. Oh, God. I've got nothing. Go for it. Is it Orange Cat City? Yay! Uh, of course. Because he kind of just sits there and... Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, wrestler number four, what would happen if you made mayonnaise aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Seamus. Good no guess. Good guess. Ah. Trying to think of a wrestler on an escalator going upstairs, and I'll see them later. <laughs> um, uh, you haven't seen them very much at all in the last year, I'd say. Mayonnaise is aggressive to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like... Uh, I'm quite scared of Mane, so what wrestler might be scared? Former world champion who we haven't seen whatsoever for the last year, I'd say. Oh, uh, no, it can't be them because they've been around. Mane is aggressive. Randy Orton? Yay! I don't know why, but I'll take it's the... It kind of works, yeah. I'll take the dub. Uh, is that two each, I think? Yeah. Uh, I have no oh, idea. Or something like that. Okay. Uh, I like this next one. Uh, this next one's a tag team. Officer Dip and Deputy <laughs> <laughs> Hamlet, the guns. No, dear, that's oh. wrong. <laughs> that's great. Um, <laughs> Matt Rain straight in there. Tag team. The tag team, yeah. I'm going to say it again because I'm going to make myself more work. Yeah. Officer Dip and Deputy, <laughs> you know what. It's not certain recent Office favourites who were on Dynamite this week, is it? No. Right. Although they did appear on Dynamite this week, this team. Big clue. Ooh, hello. Um, I need a memory that does memory <laughs> things. Uh, Phil, Young Bucks, just because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it is the Young, it young is Bucks. The young bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was there trying to resist the urge to say the Young Bucks. And I was like, oh, it is. Yeah, a lot like of people it. are chatting good. that one. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Uh, three, two, a halfway point. Mm. Uh, wrestler six, the most German man to never be German. Hamlet. The very, very handsome Gunther. Yeah, I put that in there to trick you. Oh, ah! dear, that's wrong. I remember seeing this person on the cover of a magazine and thinking, oh, cool. WWE have made a German guy world champion. That's interesting. And then I read, and it's it's very. It's, I thought this was absolutely spot on. Ooh. Patrick, correct. So that's like such a clearly a great clue. Yeah. And uh, I also feel haven't got anywhere close to the answer. Well. Hi to Adam Nicholas, loving the t-shirts in the chat. Oh, hey. Hi Nicholas. Uh, Multiple time world champion, long reigns as world champion as well. I just, I don't know why. I could go off major v- German vibes to me. Long Reigns is world champion. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got, oh, friggin' hell. I think I've got it. Go on. Is it the game Triple H? No, dear, that's he wrong. That. Almost troublingly so. He oh, loves that yeah, he does. Iconography, <laughs> imagery, he? yeah. Yeah, and long hair and world champion. I'm miles off on this one. Yeah. He beats Triple H. Bloody hell, that's Several times, I believe. Um, SummerSlam, he definitely beat him. Almost retired him. Oh, of course. I've got it now, yeah. Go on, I've, I've got nothing. It's Brock Lesnar. That's what was your thought. You thought. I don't know why. He does look very German. Yeah. So I can see this. Uh, three each is good. He this. knows his way around a German suplex, Phil. Yeah, 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 he does. Uh, number seven, the crow if he was played by Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, Darby Allen. No, dear, ah. that's crow. Dan Housen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. Course, I really love that. Could have been an eighth Darby <laughs> Allen. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, well. I thought that was what he was getting up to. Uh, I think you're gonna get the, uh, these next three ones. You might get pretty quickly. The world's most jacked IT guy. Uh, I'm thinking of somebody in like a suit and tie. Bill Wardlow. Good no, guess. No, dear, that's wrong. In the same promotion right now as that person. But wasn't always. Made the jump. Oh. So made the jump from WWE. It looks like they it's were. not Rick Boogs <laughs> and Jacked. It's not Big Bill. Uh, yes, triple dot thirty one. You've got it. Pamphlet. Jake Hager. No, dear, that's wrong. Never made the jump. Not Andrade. Not Miro. Not Christian. 
Not Phil. <laughs> Drax. <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot of people jumped, didn't they? Yeah. Early on jumped this as well. Yeah. Blows away my next guess. Um, Phil, we're terrible at this. Uh, Phil, pack. Yay! He does have nerd face vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that to his face. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Kill me. Uh, that even still has four each, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <sighs> Hello. Final couple of ones here, although we've got some spares because they've caught me so big. <laughs> uh, number nine, you're going to be hot on the buzzers for. One of my dad's old bandmates still trying to make Bill. it. Jericho. Yay! Make it big. <laughs> and my favourite of all of these, I will give you help with this one because it's not going <laughs> to help you. This person, this wrestler, looks like he's been happily married for 10 years, but he's just realised his wife was a pineapple. This is a former world heavyweight champion mm-hmm. with a specialist match that we've already talked about today. Oh. <laughs> Phil, the great Carly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, hang on. <laughs> we need to dig into this. It's this constantly <laughs> confused expression, <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. Not that, like, once he realises, wait a minute, you're a pineapple. Well, I'm going to have to crush you, my wife. <laughs> juice or something like that. Uh, I like this one. The good Carly. The, the, the great Carly. Um, <laughs> the good Carly. One of our... Your NXT guy. What's his... I can't remember his name. What's his name? Uh, head injury. Oh, Von Wagner. That's good. I like that. <laughs> that is good. Uh, someone trying to shove Play-Doh through a net. You said his name to me earlier on today, pamphlet. um, When I gave you uh, another description that I rejected for this game. Oh, that's so cruel and totally accurate. Bastion Bugger. Yes. (laughs) Spooky Goldberg. Give you a clue, current WWE wrestler. Spooky Goldberg. Uh, Vader? No, he's not current WWE wrestler. He's passed away. (laughs) Current WWE wrestler, Vader. Vader. (laughs) Yep. Rum, potential rumble winner, Vader. That's because he said, he did his watch thing, and I was like, <laughs> time, Vader time. Uh, this is a thing. <laughs> it's, just, it's the worst game of charades I've ever played. Everyone oh, Karrion Cross. Oh, Karrion Cross. Oh, of course, TikTok. TikTok. Uh, someone who per- perpetually looks like they just got off a bus. <laughs> That's Dean Ambrose. <laughs> uh, I like this one, especially because it's, it's. We can have a bit of banter with him because he had some great news today. I'm very happy for him and his, his missus. A tattered and horny Count Chocula? Yes. Corey Graves. Very good. <laughs> very good. I think of Corey Graves as a CM Punk made exclusively of triangles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, like if there's a puzzle and they're all triangle pieces and you've got to make the picture yeah. make sense, that's Corey Graves. CM Punk, we've got it at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final couple, one of them is going to ruin a wrestler for you forever. Good. Uh, the guy you get weed from when all of your other plugs are out. Jeff Hardy. No, uh, I thought I was gonna be... No, dear, that's wrong. Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get weed off Baron Cobb, and I get a pint off him. Yeah. No, it's not weed. <laughs> and I'm really scared about saying this, because when I say it, it's going to ruin this wrestler for you forever, and I <laughs> do apologise. Uh, but this made me laugh. This is arguably the catalyst of the entire thing. Okay. A Bob's Burgers character come to life. Oh, this doesn't end well for whoever this is, does it? <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> she is a prominent figure within AEW who's been in a major stable very recently. Oh, is it Soraya? Close. No, dear, that's wrong. Ruby Soho. Yay! I can't, I can't unsee it. Now they've said that. That's a good take. That's a good take. Ruby Soho looks like that. a Bob's Burgers character come to life. Yeah. So sorry, Ruby. There's a fan art crossover there that's probably already happened. That we're not Never aware, in the No. <laughs> sorry, guys. Oh, that was a load of fun. Thank you to thank that you. That was good. For once, 
Thanks, Reddit. Thanks, Reddit Squares. I mean, they hate us, but thanks for that. Babyface running from Reddit at the last (laughs) minute. Nobody saw that coming, did they? Who knew? Uh, But I believe, if I top my scores up here, that I definitely have been keeping. The win goes to Phil Chambers, the winner of this week's Bloody Good Quiz. Let us know how you got on in the comments or on X. Uh, at what culture <laughs> WWE watch they can follow all three of us you can follow the winner of this week's quiz Phil Chambers at uh, at Phil My Chambers that's what it is and you can follow Michael at <laughs> <laughs> never ever called me Michael I don't know what's happening at uh, Michael Hamlet, and you can follow him at Adam Wilborn follow us all at what culture WWE <laughs> Thanks, as I Phil. said <laughs> um, <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to <laughs> What Culture Wrestling Podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. The daily wrestling podcast, uh, the SmackDown preview with the two of us, the very serious professional SmackDown preview is available right now, just as serious as the AW Collision with the two-sentence crap horror stories. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that. Uh, and uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who's joined us today in the chat on YouTube and donated or just lurked or sent us questions. Much appreciated. For now, this has been Wrestling Culture. My thanks to Phil, to Hamlet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. live studio audience wrestling mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.